0: Hey everyone, how's it going? It's me, Brendan. Just uh, jumping in here before the podcast starts because there are a couple things I want to go over. Number one, uh the audio for this episode got kind of mangled in crazy ways. You may or may not notice them, so just bear with us if you do. And number two, I think the more interesting and exciting thing, and you'll be hearing about it more in the actual episode itself, but we are going to start talking about Boys and Girls in the City soon. It's going to be a separate RSS feed. When we recorded the episode, those RSS feeds were not live. You could not go subscribe to that show. I was about to hit publish on this episode of the show, the one that you're listening to right now, when I got the emails that verified that our Boys and Girls in the City podcast was now available on iTunes and Google Play. Just to make this uh, a lot simpler for everyone, I took our domain name, noscriptatall.com, and I am now pointing it to a very simple Tumblr page. It has two images there. One of them is the Aloha State podcast cover art under the that artwork you can see all the links for itunes google play overcast stitcher etc and next to that is the green cover art for the boys and girls in the city podcast with the itunes and google play links i will be updating that page as more links come in as the podcast becomes available elsewhere but that's it i just wanted to say uh you will hear us talking about the fact that this podcast isn't available yet but it actually is That's it, enjoy the show also thanks for listening okay bye It's me, Brendan Bigley.
1: Hi, it's me, Andrea Capruti.
0: Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House. It's a TV show. Uh, But today, well, today it is still about Terrace House, which is a TV show.
1: It's just, it's Terrace House adjacent.
0: Terrace House adjacent. Welcome to mid-season break, episode two. We are in between parts three and four of Terrace House. No... Oh, sorry, Terrace House Aloha State specifically. We yeah. have to start specifying. We do. Which season we're talking about uh, because.
1: Why is that, Brendan?
0: Yeah, next week we're going to start talking about uh, Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. Wow. Which is very exciting. Uh, if you didn't listen to the end of the last episode, you probably didn't know that. So, surprise, surprise. Hello. There Hi. is going to be uh, a new RSS feed that you can subscribe to. I guess to very briefly gloss over the details of why that is. I thought it would be a lot easier for people to just decide to download only the podcast that correlated with the season that they were watching at the time.
1: um, It it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. But also iTunes hasn't gotten on that fucking making seasons for podcasts yet. So I'm personally calling I'm personally calling iTunes out.
0: Yeah. Hey, Tim Cook, fix your shit. So we did this, I think, in between parts one and two, uh, yeah. just very, very free form. I decided that I wanted to at least have any structure at all to this episode because we had zero last time and just kind of rambled about Terrace House. Not that it was a bad episode.
1: No, it was. It had Eric like singing in the beginning.
0: Had Eric singing in the beginning. That's all you really need to have a yeah. good Terrace House episode. Yeah. Um, but I thought, hey, we have this Facebook group now. Why not pull in some questions from the listeners?
1: That's really good. Yeah.
0: So like we it. asked you guys in the Facebook group. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, just go into Facebook uh, and search for "no script at all." It's called "no script at all" a Facebook group about Terrace House. You can join. Just request entry and tell us that the podcast is about Terrace House. We have like a security question, which a lot of people have started to not answer specifically.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, if I if I Sometimes I go to the profile and if it's like a real person, I know it's a real person. I'll just let them in.
0: Yeah, there's an interesting cohort of people on the Internet that uh, I've learned about just because of the moderation of this group that literally just apply to be members of like every group on Facebook. Um, Yeah, there are a couple of people that we've turned down that are, I swear to God, members of like 14000 groups.
1: I (laughs) mean, if that's their thing they're yeah. collecting facebook groups
0: they're collecting facebook groups right
1: yeah
0: yeah it's, it's like a little internet shelf and they can just yeah. put all their all their little facebook group amiibos on the shelf
1: uh, <laughs> just, never play with them just right, uh just look at them they
0: never interact with any of the posts Mm-mm, they just like no. scroll through their newsfeed forever and see everything from the entire internet
1: at that point just get a fucking twitter
0: At that point, you're just on the whole internet at once. Yeah, Yeah, just go to
1: Reddit. Like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, just go to Reddit and subscribe to every subreddit and just scroll forever.
1: God, please don't.
0: Um, So, anyway, we asked you guys for some questions, uh, and I thought we'd answer some.
1: Yeah, let's do that. You want to do it? Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Okay, so uh, our first question comes from Min, uh, who called us out immediately. Uh, oh, God. As soon as we posted this, this <laughs> this is <was, laughs> this came five minutes after I asked if you guys had any questions. Uh, Min asked us uh, why we say boys all the time and how uh, how much overlap there is. I think between all the fans of our podcast and fans of my brother, my brother and me, and specifically about you and me and if we are fans.
1: Well, yes, I'm. I'm a very big fan of the Magaroy brand of media. I think I started, I started listening to Mabim Bam, like my freshman year at college in 2010, back when they hated furries and like were really problematic and shit. Yeah. 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 Which, ooh, that's changed. Yeah. I started listening to them a lot. And then when I actually, when I moved to Austin, um, after college, I organized the Fun meetup and then, uh, Rachel Griffin and Clint, their dad came.
0: Oh, wow. That's Yeah. Fun. So
1: we just hung out in a bar with like Rachel and Griffin and Clint and it was before Rachel and Griffin had their baby. Mm. Um, it was like way before that. So we were like drinking and stuff. And then the live show happened and they they do stuff for like Rooster Teeth all the time. Well, not they, like mostly Griffin because he's in town. Yeah. I don't know them super well, but I've hung out with them and I very much enjoy their brand of humor. Yeah. I like humor that doesn't put people down. I think that's basically what I like about their brand. Yeah. Same.
0: Um, I And you mentioned that very early on in the first uh, I don't know, maybe twenty or thirty episodes of Mabim Bam, they had some yeah. like problematic shit going on. Yeah, but...
1: but it was also like seven years ago. Yeah, so... the community
0: kind of called them out for it and they realized, oh, we are alienating potential fans by saying, saying shitty stuff. All, yeah.
1: that all furry should be euthanized or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, there there were some choice words. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I I'm I'm very much in that same vein. So I I started listening to Mabim Bam specifically. I want to say four or five years ago. Weirdly, I haven't listened to Mubim Bam in like probably a year at this point. Um, Yeah. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, I started listening to The Adventure Zone, fell in love with that show. I adore, adore The Adventure Zone. I think it's one of the best pieces of fantasy writing maybe ever up. like maybe it's ever fucked up. Yeah. it's
1: fucked up how good it is in yeah. the finales next week and i can't <laughs> yeah i wish our podcast was like an iota as good as that fucking podcast i know, I, know.
0: I think everyone should aspire to be even remotely as good as the adventure zone um yeah so i think it was around the third arc or the fourth arc i forget which one crystal kingdom was um uh, but that was the fourth one it was yeah I dusted off, um, I I dusted off the old, like, music-making hat, uh, and I made a album, uh, inspired by the Adventure Zone called The Bureau, um, that is available on the internet. I don't, just, just search for The Bureau. Um, I'm not gonna drive people there, but anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, I, I made that, and, um... Kind that's where a lot of my Twitter followers came from specifically was uh, that's really dope. from all the McElroys retweeting that um, and yeah I, I am a big fan of them uh, specifically and their CISO show which now CISO doesn't exist as of today as of the day of recording yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it, yeah as of today it doesn't exist now it's a part of Verve which mm-hmm. Richard Tiff is also a part of but Richard Tiff still exists
0: yes so their TV show unbelievable very good
1: so funny the, the bloopers are fucking good as hell too
0: Actually. oh yeah i just watched them today they were so good um so yeah i i think long story short big fan of the mcelroys i think kind of to get to the heart of this question there is a thing that happens with the mcelroys specifically where i think you can tell almost immediately when you meet someone and you start talking to oh, them yeah. if they also listen to their stuff
1: oh yeah um, when um there's a
0: vernacular that comes with it and you, yeah. you pick up on it
1: yeah, I became um we were part of so I I organized the MaxFun meetup. It's it's every single mm-hmm. March. It's for like the MaxFun network. Um in Austin this year as well. There were a lot of people that came that were like new listeners and just like we mm-hmm. all came together and like there was this chick <laughs> who was like um it was at a bar and there was this chick who was ordering a beer in front of me who like I didn't know if she was part of it and then like she Took her beer and she spilled a bit and she went, "Oh God, that's a wet boy." And I went, <laughs> "Oh shit." <laughs> oh, man. and now we're friends. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's perfect. Yeah, I um, it's interesting because I, I I've had that in waves where like. There are times where I'm very into that whole like vocabulary that comes with the McElroys, but mm-hmm. like there was a certain point where I was just like, oh man, like good, good blank, like I just yeah. I can't say that anymore. I don't know what it is, but like I I went you become over hyper
1: this... aware of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like once yeah. once I started realizing that I was saying all of the same things that they were saying so frequently, and that like. Other people who know me were picking up on my saying that like they started saying mm-hmm. it because I said it and then I would hear them say it knowing that they mm-hmm. haven't seen or listened to any like McElroy stuff. It was like, oh, man, this is having like a profound effect on how I interact with people. And like, I, I can't the just... image you
1: put out of yourself. Yeah,
0: I can't just be a mirror image of the things that I listen to. Um, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just became hyper aware of that. Also, doing this podcast specifically. Uh, and mm-hmm. like editing it and listening back to it every single week is like I have become so acutely aware of all of my weird speech patterns and vocal tics. Um, it's it's very strange. Actually, I just said, um, and I think about it every time I say, um,
1: oh, you're becoming a good a good podcaster.
0: Yeah. Or uh, I can I'm not even kidding. At this point, when I'm editing, I can visually identify in the waveform when you or I say, um, or, mm-hmm. uh. And, oh, and just cut it out without even having to listen to it to, like, double check and make sure it's an um or an uh. I, yeah. like, I just speed through it at this point. Um, That's
1: amazing. Yeah. It's gonna, It's becoming your uh your, uh your superpower.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to cut those <laughs> out, obviously. Okay, good. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have had that for a very long time. Just, like, adopting the speech patterns of the media that I'm consuming. I think I've mm-hmm. talked about it on this show before, but... The Idle Thumbs guys specifically have had such a profound effect on the way I talk. It's 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 crazy. It's it's like it's it's a lot. It's a lot to listen to that show and then hear myself talk for the next like hour. Like if I listen to an episode of Idle Thumbs and then I and then I talk to another human being within the next hour after that, I'm so acutely aware of that.
1: It's, um, it's really, it's really similar for me too, because I, I grew up like speaking more than one language. Right. And so like I speak, my first language is Portuguese and my mom from, my mom's from Brazil, but then I lived in Puerto Rico, so I know Spanish and English and then I learned Japanese in high school. When I would go visit my family in Brazil, like I would go and I would speak Portuguese, but then like the Words that you use in Portuguese, like even if you translate them into English, are different. Mm-hmm. So I always felt super hyper aware when I came back to Puerto Rico and I would be talking and I would say a word that's like not really used. Yeah. I can't really think of an example, but I would say a word that's like just doesn't like instead of a headband, I would call them a diadem. Oh, wow. Which is like wow. the correct way to call them. That's how you call them in like in like Brazil. And so people would be like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And it's so. Roana I became Ravenclaw super
0: had one. Sorry,
1: <laughs> a diadem?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, "Oh, isn't that one of the uh, horcruxes?"
1: It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a diadem, but it's 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 just you can't see it. But it's a head. It's a headband, yeah, like yeah. one of these. Wow. I'm
0: sorry to go down the harry potter no that's perfect no
1: this is this is jazz baby come on it's jazz yeah true Um,
0: oh shit that's actually another one where i was uh fourth of july weekend this year i couldn't (laughs) stop saying it's jazz baby it's about the notes you don't play to the point when everyone that i was with down the beach (laughs) would constantly be like why do you keep talking about fucking jazz (laughs) weirdo sorry
1: that's so good i love that it's So it's just natural. And like growing up, I thought it was weird because no one really like thinks about the way they talk when they grow up. Yeah. Normally. So now that we have so much media that we like consume on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and like choose what we want to consume. uh, It's cool that someone, other people like are also doing this weird thing where they start talking about, they start talking the same way that the people that they like talk. Yeah. So it doesn't make me feel as weird. Yeah. Quick
0: question. Only child, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, i an only chub. Yeah, me too. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Like, I spent Yo. a lot of time in my room by myself watching, like, episodes of The Office and Scrubs. And I feel like...
1: Oh, man. Scrubs was 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 Scrubs was my idle thumbs, I think. I, I spoke so weird because I watched Scrubs, like, every single day of my fucking life. Yeah, really me too. Free. I don't
0: think I could tell you any of the, like, vocal tics that I picked up from Scrubs specifically. But I remember in the moment... Thinking to myself, I am acting a lot like the characters on this TV show. I
1: I said really a lot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like super sarcastically to my mom and dad. Oh, my God. (laughs) My mom doesn't speak English. So she was so fucking confused. She was like, what what the fuck are you talking about? Holy shit. it was, it was very good. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's cool. Like, thanks for calling us out on it, but it's actually like a super interesting thing. Language is cool.
0: Language is cool. Next question comes from Michael, uh, who asks a question that I really like, uh, which oh, is, "Good Taishi is as much of a meme as Hayato. Agree or disagree? Uh, so we haven't talked about Boys and Girls in the City yet. If you haven't, uh, watched Boys and Girls in the City yet, I don't know what to, what to say we'll get Don't. we'll get to it in the next in the next podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's coming. It's coming, but uh for those of you who have hello and welcome, I think the okay. easy answer to this question uh is I think agree times like infinity, right? Like
1: Yeah, what the fuck? Taishi, Taishi is on yeah. a whole new level. I think Taishi is more of a meme than Hayato.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he he is he he is the terrace house meme.
1: Yeah, he's ascended. Um, There's no one else go. on that level. No, not anyone else. Like to maybe Hansan, but like in a different context.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I the only person I can think of that is like living, walking, talking meme in a way is uh, is oh, I just forgot. Oh, Armon.
1: Oh yeah, Armon and Armon is a li- living, breathing meme. Yeah, I mean, well, just, just the life. fact
0: that he stayed there for as long as he did, like. <laughs> It became a joke on the show how long he was yeah. there for. And like yeah. when the people who are living the meme recognize the meme while it's happening, that's when you know you've hit a certain level. And Ta- Taishi reached that point very yeah. quickly uh, just by bringing up the whole love to die for thing over and over again.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of became that's kind of become a thing. Um, I, I'm i really excited to see what the fuck ends up happening with his character. But I think I honestly I don't think he's ever going to leave taishi yeah you think so you think
0: he's just gonna watch the like parade of women come through
1: i think so because it's too good for him dude oh god and like because you mentioned arma never leaving never leaving the house and i was like oh shit i don't think Taishi's gonna leave either no it has never occurred
0: to me to make that connection that that was an (laughs) option for taishi that he could just decide to not go
1: Taishi could just be there forever. He could just stay there. I could.
0: He could. I forgot that that was an option. We bring up Armand not <laughs> leaving like almost every single episode, and have never applied that that line of reasoning to Taishi. And like, no, it makes things very clear and very upsetting.
1: God, I hope, I
0: hope he goes away. For his own good, honestly. That's a best and worst case scenario, because on one hand, I love talking about Taishi every week. I do too. It gives us something to fucking talk about. Yeah, I could just talk about that dude forever. Uh, But also, what a bummer. Uh, I know. Yeah. So, uh, Taishi, is he as much of a meme as Hayato? Yes, and then some. Um, Yes. Yeah, I, I guess we could get into Hayato's whole jam. In, in next
1: next podcast yeah next
0: podcast um but yeah. yeah for those of you who watched you know what we're talking about uh so next yeah. question comes from Kenzie who says which person on Terrace House did you feel like is most like yourself uh she said I found myself relating to Lauren far too frequently
1: oh shit Lauren <laughs> of Aloha State I think Lauren
0: I have to think about what this about you?
1: yeah this is, a, this is a hard question it is a hard question I mean I I would think Lauren, mostly because like, I also deal with anxiety issues. Like I have like hella anxiety and I went to art school. So like a lot of the struggles that she goes through and like trying to express herself through her art and feel something meaning, meaning like create something meaningful in her art. I've also experienced that. Yes. I mean, we, we, we shit on her a lot in the show for like her being like uh awkward and like not knowing how to relate to people, but like sometimes I would like see it and be like, That's that's kind of shitty of you, but like I've also done that. Yeah. I think so it kind of became an introspective thing of like, oh
0: Eek. yeah. Yikes. I think that my answer off off the dome, I think my answer is also probably Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is really interesting. Uh someone also responded to Kenzie in the replies and said i find myself uh, it was mary she said i find myself listening uh, relating to lauren a lot too which is interesting yeah i i'm kind of in the same van as you where like i have incredible anxiety that's why i don't it took me i don't know four months after i should have gotten a haircut to get a haircut because like <laughs> just the idea of going into a place and like having to sit down in a chair and talk to someone for like 45 hey, minutes it's
1: fucking weird it's a I lot have a- yeah No, it it fucking sucks. And that's part of the reason why I have very easy haircuts. So, like, I'm in and out in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah,
0: usually for me, too. But, like, the longer I let it grow, the harder it gets later. Uh, Yeah. It's just, like, one of those things where it builds on itself.
1: You know one thing that they do in the Japanese style that I wish they fucking did more here in the States? What? When you go get your haircut in Japan yeah. and they go and do a massage and like go massage your hair uh-huh. and like wash it uh-huh. they put a little hot towel over your face so that you don't make eye contact with the person whose oh face is super close God. to yours while i are rubbing it and it was the greatest thing I I've, I've only got my haircut in Japan twice and one of the times it was a really bad haircut yeah. but like both times they put the little towel on my face and I was like this is heaven That's very good. I'm getting my face massaged and I don't I feel, I can't see anything. Yeah. It was very good. Also, no one talks to you because you're a foreigner. <laughs> oh,
0: true. That's also a good point. Yeah, so I guess you and I, the 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 answer is Lauren. Mm-hmm. And for Kenzie who asked this question, the answer is Lauren. And for Mary who responded to this question, the answer is Lauren.
1: Lauren, I mean...
0: She's the it girl. She, she,
1: she is the it girl. And you know what? I, I think about her a lot sometimes too. Yeah. She, I, I hope she's doing great. That interview that she did was so good. Yeah, it was
0: really cool. Yeah. She, I guess, is weirdly representative of... Millennials.
1: <laughs> uh, she is just 19. 19 years old or whatever the fuck.
0: So, Michael asked a second question. Uh, he said, hate to double dip. Don't worry about it, Michael. This Don't question is it, also boy. good. Um, he said, hate to double dip. But if Terrace house were to have a non-Japanese spinoff, where would you want it to take place? What other cultures would you like to experience through the show's format?
1: Holy shit. Um, oh, shit. I would love to have it to be in... I want to say like Hong Kong. Whoa. Cool. Just cause it's every single, I have, I never been to Hong Kong and every single person that I met from Hong Kong has like such an interesting backstory to them Mm -hmm. in that they learned English from like a very young age. And it's very much like a, I forget what, what the languages they speak in Hong Kong. Kong, I think it's Cantonese, um, that they speak Cantonese, but they also speak English. And so it's this very odd, like mixture of like this, although they don't, Really want to call it a Chinese background, but mm-hmm. like a very Chinese way of life with like very deep seated, like UK tendencies. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me, like, I'm from Puerto Rico. Like, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is kind of its own country, but it also has a lot of American stuff going on. Yeah. Basically, we're only American when it's convenient. <laughs> so it's, it's, it would be cool to kind of like find another culture like that that I don't know anything about, but I know where they have kind of a mixture of both of them and kind of. Do their own thing. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, also, the food looks fucking delicious. I follow a bunch of like chefs from Hong Kong, and it's yeah. fucking good as hell. So,
0: so I this this might be a cop out, weird answer. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the thing that draws me to Terrace House. The thing that drew me to Terrace House initially was part of the um, part of the like learning about Japanese culture and what it's like to just like be a normal human being in another place. Um, mm-hmm. That was part of the initial draw. It very quickly became overtaken by just like my love of the show in general um, and the format of the show. That said, uh, I don't know if I would want to see this show in another place specifically just to see what the culture is like in another place.
1: Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think my answer to this question is I would like to see if you could make this show in the United States at all. Like, could you make this show? with all, like, fuck, like put it in in the Bronx. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And just, like, get six people who live in the Bronx together uh, who are just, like, normal, nice human beings uh, and see if you can make a compelling reality show out of that without, like, falling into any of the other trappings of American reality television. Like, could you pull that off? I think the answer is probably yes.
1: Yeah, I think that's what the real world was in the beginning. Yes,
0: that is what the real world tried to be. Um, Yeah. and, And... over time failed and I think that there are signs of Terrace House going in that direction also.
1: A little bit. Yeah, We're starting to see
0: a little but, bit more in this season. I actually, I think someone uh, oh yeah, yeah, that, that's a question that comes up yeah. later. Um, but yeah, I, I think that um, I think that I would like to see just like a United States version of Terrace House just to see if it could be done.
1: I think it'd be interesting too to see like if not in like the Bronx mm-hmm. if like maybe they tiptoed into like going to Hawaii, which already has a very big Japanese population. Mm -hmm. What if you go to like San Francisco, but has a really big Asian population as well. Yeah, True. And just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a cool show. It's such a good concept. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the charm of it would survive the American media. Yeah. Loophole.
0: Well, well, the thing is like, it would still be made by Netflix or like, by the production house that is partnering with Netflix to release a T- show.
1: Yeah, I think it's TBS. Took your broadcasting system, whatever.
0: Yeah. Either way, like because of the nature of Netflix, they would have more creative freedom to make whatever they wanted. So I think they would be less, they would have their feet held to the flames less than they would if they were on traditional broadcast. Um, yeah, that is true. And it would allow for them to make the thing that Terrace House is in the United States without having to play up the whole drama aspect of it yeah yeah also speaking of san francisco real quick so there are open casting calls happening right now for the next
1: (gasps) oh yeah season of
0: terrace house um i was looking into it and i saw some uh translations of the of the form like the request form one of the questions specifically is do you have a united states passport or do you have a passport to allow access to the united states so
1: holy shit maybe i could
0: see it being san francisco next time.
1: Dude, what if I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get real skinny and become a model mm-hmm. and I'm gonna apply to Terrace House, San Francisco. I'm gonna save it, I'm gonna I'm gonna um make a pop up app.
0: Oh <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> a new concept. Uh-huh. I'm gonna present it to Shark Tank. It is gonna take me six months to fucking do though. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I will be in the house and I will be causing trouble.
0: There you go. just leaving shit all over the place
1: yeah i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna leave shit all over the place i'm gonna ask every single one of the dudes out on the date Uh and then never talk to them again eat
0: every piece of meat that's in the fridge
1: (laughs) holy shit i you know i'm gonna eat all that fucking i'm not even gonna do like the correct stick i'm gonna grind it up and make hamburgers out of there
0: you go yeah just make the worst shit you can make out of it so next question oh kenzie also asked or mentioned specifically that she started listening to Wine and Crime after you mentioned it on the last midseason cool. break episode um, when we were talking about just, like, podcasts that we listened to. Or, no, that wasn't even uh, the midseason. break. No, it was, break. like, a cold that open. That was a cold yeah. oven where we decided to do something useful for people. I forgot about that.
1: So the first time ever. Uh,
0: and she asked if we have any more obscure podcast recommendations. I have a bunch.
1: Come on, friendly.
0: Um, okay, so some podcasts that I'm going to, I'm just going to, Mentioned uh, very quickly. Uh, so there's a podcast by Earwolf. These are probably not very uh, obscure, but worth mentioning. Uh, there's a podcast called I Was There Too by Earwolf and a guy named Matt Gorley. Have you heard of it? No, what is that? Okay, so it is a, a series of interviews with people who are background actors or just like random, <laughs> random people in like really, really, really famous movies. Like oh, really so famous cool. movies. So like the tertiary character that you meet for six seconds in like uh James Cameron's Avatar—it's like an interview with that person and like what it was like to get that job and work on that set uh for like the three days required to film their thirty seconds in Avatar. Oh, this is so funny. Um, really cool podcast. I'm like totally obsessed with it. I have almost listened to all of it um at this point because I I can't stop. Uh, Woodland Secrets.
1: I love Woodland Secrets.
0: I just found it recently. It's just fucking good. It's just interviews with good people on the internet. Um, I think
1: it's um, it's Merit Copas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Interviews with people on the internet that like are cool. Totally obsessed with it. Very good. Very good uh, backlog of stuff. And last but not least, specific episode shoutouts uh, mm-hmm. to just Reply All, which is a Gimlet show. They I just love did, that show. They just did. Did you listen to the most the recent? This one? Yeah,
1: yeah. What the fuck?
0: Oh my god. Yeah. So <laughs> so good just going to be upfront as someone who like makes podcasts listens to a lot of podcasts like this is hands down the best story i've ever heard on a podcast and probably the two best podcast episodes of all time i think personally like this is like above serial s town like all that stuff fuck like, it was so good it's it's two episodes uh called long distance and long distance part 2 it's episodes 102 and 103 of reply all uh and just to give a very very uh like uh, shot across the bow overview of what it is uh one of the two hosts of reply all gets a call from a spam number saying that he uh that his iCloud account has been compromised and he does everything in his power to research and learn everything there is to know about the company that is doing those spam That's calls
1: such bullshit.
0: and it's unbelievable it's unbelievable it's, it's crazy like t- it's like an hour and a half to two hours and just blew my mind today
1: it's really good. I, I've i been listening to um I've been listening to a lot of Reply All episodes and like from mm. the beginning, they have really interesting. Um, yeah, it's awesome. They have. It's just it's probably my favorite podcast to listen to while I'm working. because yeah. It makes me feel like I'm learning stuff, too.
0: Yeah. About a yeah. year ago, I listened to every episode of Reply All while I was working. Um, mm-hmm. Fell off for a bit and I've been really enjoying going back and binging through and I just caught up today. So good stuff. That's
1: good. Congratulations. Thank that was you. a crazy episode. Yeah, I'm just going to be really quick. Most of the podcasts that I would actually both two podcasts that I want to recommend aren't on iTunes. I just checked. Whoa. Um, one of them is an Audible exclusive. I, I, I'm trying Audible for 30 days. I think it's called That Damn Spot.
0: That Damn and Spot. It goes,
1: yeah, yeah, I think it's called Damn Spot, only that. But it's about basically um, what happens to places where serious crimes occurred. Mm. So one oh, of the episodes... Oh, Shakespeare reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, okay. Is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. whoops. Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's a it's an Audible podcast. Actually, there's two. There's another Audible podcast I like to ref, to um, recommend. I don't know if it's on iTunes either. Um, Dance Pod is really cool. It's only four episodes. I don't know if we're doing a second season. I literally just binged the whole thing today. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, the first episode was about um, a McDonald's where a shooting occurred in the eighties or nineties mm-hmm. and basically what, what they ended up doing with the McDonald's afterwards and like Whoa. how the, how the, I mean, it's kind of dark, but yeah. I'm into that stuff. Um, and how the city wanted to approach that spot. Yeah. Um, the other one I'm in the middle of listening to, I think it's called the butterfly effect with John Ronson. Yeah. It's, um, it's also audible. It's about basically the guy who created Pornhub. Okay, and how his because he was basically the first person who made it easy to access free porn on the internet, mm-hmm. and how that decision to like create this empire because he he apparently this dude owns like Pornhub and like, um, YouPorn and like all the big porn sites.
0: Oh, crazy! So he kind of has a
1: monopoly over over this, yeah. Uh, and how having access to free porn kind of changed the industry. In its entirety. Yeah. It's 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 weird and it's something that makes you feel a little weird listening to at work, but it's a fun show. <laughs> um okay. and then I think the last one I'm gonna recommend isn't on it's like a really stupid podcast and they only update like every two days. But my friend um Andrea um Dear Andrea, sorry, she's Andrea. Mm-hmm. um hmm Um Crunchyroll, her name's Andrea Rodriguez, her and Victoria Holden have a podcast called test results that they update like once every week or so mm-hmm. where they just talk for like 20 minutes and Victoria asks and Andrea like three or four questions. And then Andre- they're both super funny. Yeah. Um, and basically at the end we see if Andrea passes or fails oh. and they're just really, it's just stupid stuff about kingdom hearts and Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's like 20 minutes. So that sounds great. It's fun. Yeah. It's oh, really fun.
0: I should also mention um, because I, we referenced this uh in The last episode, but I cut out I specifically cut out the uh, the cold open oh. so you wouldn't know what we were talking about. Um, maybe I should mention now I started a new podcast. Uh, it's called I Remember Math Blaster.
1: Um, Is it on your iTunes?
0: Yeah, it's on iTunes. Uh, it's everywhere podcasts are sold. Here's the thing look, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to plug anchor on this show, uh, mm-hmm. but. Anchor is really great because there have been so many times where I have come up with just the stupidest ideas possible and thought I would love to make a podcast about this stupid idea, but didn't do it because podcast costs money. Podcasts <laughs> don't cost money anymore because you can make them on Anchor for free. So now I get to make <laughs> stupid shit like I remember Math Blaster, it's
1: really good. which is
0: a podcast that I will literally only update if I remember what Math Blaster is or if I remember that it exists.
1: The thing is, though, and this is kind of the loophole, is that you can't update it until you first forget about math.
0: Right. So I have to forget that I I have this existential crisis in the first episode. Episodes will only be like a minute to two minutes long, obviously. But anyway, I have like an existential crisis in the first episode, which you will hear if you check it out, um, where I basically realize that, like, I have to forget that Math Blaster exists. Then I have to remember Math Blaster again. Last time I remembered Math Blaster was probably 10 to 15 years ago. Anyway, then that also means that I have to remember my email address and password to log into <laughs> the Anchor account so I can then post a new episode. Um, so well,
1: thankfully, Anchor will will survive in perpetuity.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember Math Flasser.
1: Yeah.
0: Dumb podcast.
1: It's a very good podcast. Basically, here's the thing. I've been saying this
0: since Anchor 1.0 and now we're on Anchor 2.0. Actually, we're on Anchor 2.9 now. Uh, Whoa, we're running out of numbers. Running out of numbers here's the thing i want more people because we've gotten very good at shitposting through text and through video and through images people aren't shitposting enough through audio Anchor's a free audio mm-hmm. app that you can use to base to make I, things like i remember math blaster so good stuff i'm
1: gonna i'm going i'm going to i'm going to start using my anchor app more <laughs> just make a stupid fucking podcast i'm gonna do it anyway I'm gonna do it. Everyone should fucking do it, too. Send me your shitty podcast. Not shitty! Sorry. Stupid.
0: I mean, mine is shitty, but it's pretty, you gotta it's pretty lean good. into
1: it. Yeah, Call basically. it what it is. Jazz. Yeah. Jazz. No rules, just right.
0: After Terrace House is over, I'd love to listen to slash watch through a watch-through of
1: Agaki no Tsukai New Year's Bats game special. Do you know if this is? No, no
0: fucking clue.
1: Oh my god, Branson! this door for you tell me okay do you know what gaki no Tsukai is no so gaki no Tsukai is this they've been it's this comedy troupe in japan mm-hmm. made up of five dudes two of them are like like a manzai couple is it called manzai Or it's like one of them's like the stupid one and ones is a smart one okay and then just one extra dude um And they're, they're basically the show they've been running for like over 20 years. Like, this is the show that's been going on. Like your parents, like your parents in Japan fucking watch this and like, cool. Now you watch it too. Um, It's where Silent Library, Silent Library was ripped off of that show. Um, I think that's mostly the biggest thing that they've been ripped off here in the States. But every single year they do this, this like weekly show called Gaki no Tsukai, but every single like end of year. They do this thing called um the new year's batsu game special okay where for 24 hours um every single year has a has a theme mm-hmm. for 24 hours they can't laugh and if they laugh um they get like hit in the ass with like a really like st- like painful stick what um and these so like every single new year's i like look forward to when this is gonna fucking happens so i can spend my new years like watching this four hour show it's like a bachelorette season finale um of basically these guys i think last year it was like lab a few years ago it was it was um high school like high school teachers themed uh-huh. and so they have to endure like all these skits and they go from like one point to the other and they ride the bus and on the bus a bunch of funny skits happen and it's it's just like these 24 hours of, like, torture because they can't sleep and they can only really eat if they win the games and stuff.
0: What? This is amazing.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And honestly, if you have, like, if you have nothing to do this weekend, like, I would recommend you like, at least watching one of them. Yeah. Just because, like, Gaki no Tsukai is one of my like, like one of my favorite, like, comedy things to watch.
0: Yeah, ever. that sounds fucking incredible.
1: It's so funny. I want more and stuff like that I think that they've been exist. doing it. I know. And they, it sucks that they only really do it once a year. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're old dudes now. Like they've been doing this for like over 20 years on Japanese TV. Yeah. More than that, actually, they started in like the eighties. Right. I don't do, I don't, as you saw last episode, I don't know how to do math, but that's mm-hmm. a lot of years. Um, so it's. And I think they've been doing them since like 2007 or eight. So it's like at least like 10 or so that exists. It's very good. I would recommend. I, I, I can't wait for the year to end so that I have another one of these things. That sounds incredible. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth making a four hour podcast, but it's very good. And everyone should check it maybe
0: out. Maybe we could go. Maybe we could do one episode per hour. Oh, shit. That'd be good. Um, Okay. Amazing. Uh, Roger asks, "Have you started watching the weekly translated episodes of Boys and Girls Next Door on Reddit? If so, thoughts? Uh, quick, uh, just explanation. Boys and Girls Next Door is the first ever season of Terrace House. It is not available on the United States version of Netflix. Netflix
1: fucked up. What the fuck, Netflix? Come on. Apparently,
0: it is available on the Japanese Netflix now. Um, which is cool. But anyway, uh, some people on Reddit on r slash Terrace House have been translating it." every single week um and you can go watch it now have you been watching it it's a it? little
1: illegal um i have not but i have already watched the first 5 episodes of um boys and girls next door just not with translations mm. before because right. they had a they had a um i have a fuji tv client but i can watch fuji television sometimes yeah sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't they had a marathon so i watched all 5 episodes mm-hmm. in one sitting cool um but i have not i actually would love to to watch them with um subtitles because sometimes i didn't understand what they were saying <laughs>
0: um what about you brendan no i haven't watched any of it um i am always acting under the assumption that we might talk about it for this podcast
1: Ooh, yeah you're right just, that's also part of the reason why i didn't want to watch yeah, it. yeah <laughs> so
0: i specifically didn't watch it just in the event that netflix eventually releases it in which case we can talk about it uh on mm-hmm. no script at all um that said I love this kind of shit. Uh, this is how I played Mother 3, uh, which <gasps> Me Nintendo refuses to fucking release in yeah, the United States.
1: it's fucked up. Uh, I had to fucking, like, port that goddamn game on my stupid PC. Mm-hmm. It was so stupid.
0: It's Ugh. good as hell and deserves to be released in the United States. Uh, and luckily, mm-hmm. due to some kind internet strangers, you can play Mother 3 with English translations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that someone is... Uh driven Looking enough to do us. this for Terrace house,
1: yep, I really appreciate it and it makes me it makes me really happy to just see that a lot of, enough people love this show that like fans have come together to do totally. this. totally
0: It's really cool, yeah, um, also, everyone who loves Terrace House is just thirsty for more Terrace
1: house, basically, yeah, we wish there was more fucking Terrace house mm-hmm. understand that's why like we don't know when the fuck part four is gonna drop, and I'm dying yeah Scoop.
0: yeah that that's why um we are probably going to go one to two weeks without knowing how long until part four happens. And we've already decided to start a whole second podcast.
1: Basically. Yeah, that's basically
0: it. (laughs) Because we don't want to stop talking about Terrace House.
1: Yeah, I can't not. If I stop talking about Terrace House, I die. That's basically my entire existence. Yeah. So thanks for not letting me die, Brendan.
0: Anytime. Likewise.
1: That said, uh, if anybody wants any opinions on what I think about the first five episodes... I like the firefighter and the A. I love AKB48, so I'm biased, and I like the AKB girl. That's it. No spoilers,
0: just that. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. There's also a movie. Do you know that?
0: Yeah, there's a. It's like a sequel to yeah, uh, Boys and Girls Next Door,
1: because I yeah. thought they weren't getting
0: renewed, so they like did the Firefly thing.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Although they don't have a script, so I don't know how the fuck we did that. Right. But anyway, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna buy it on on Amazon and get the CD. See if I can play it. Cool. I'll send it to you.
0: Um, Final question. Melissa asks, overall, do you feel like this season is more drama-filled than Boys and Girls in the City? Uh, If yes, do you think this adds or takes away from the show? What do you think?
1: I think so. I think it has been more drama-filled than Boys and Girls in the City. And does it add or take away from the show? I think it adds to it. But I think part of it is also the people have been super different. So, like, the storylines have been really different. Yeah. And that's what I think has added to it. Just because it's been a, it's been a different kind of Terrace House. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the same as when we were living in Tokyo, but it is like still super good. Yeah. <laughs> like we were, um, you talked about this like I think a few weeks ago, where we were like back in the beginning when we were watching Part One. We were like, oh, this is this episode is so Terrace House. This is such a good Terrace House episode. Mm-hmm. But like once, like now we're at the end of Part Three, and I was like, this is the this is the best part.
0: Oh yeah, honestly,
1: like hands down. Part, like yeah, this super Part Three good. has
0: easily been. Yeah, it's it's really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 been. I th- I think it's added to it. Um, but I think part of it has also been the cast that they chose. It was very different from than the people that came in.
0: Yeah, I so mm-hmm. uh, my answer I think yes, it is definitely more drama filled than Boys and Girls of the City was. Um, which is why things like the meat crime were such a big deal in Boys and Girls of the yeah. City because so little <laughs> happened that the fact that anything happened was crazy, and the fact that it was actually a thing that you could have an opinion on was even crazier.
1: Um, yeah. But I mean, there's only one correct opinion. It was fucked up. But uh, uh, some people uh, disagree that. Oh no. We'll we'll okay. get into that. We'll talk about uh, anyway. It.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. So yes, more drama filled, do I think it adds or takes away? I think that it doesn't add or take away. It just changes the dynamic. If again, mm. that feels like a cop out answer. But i d I don't think it like I don't think it makes the show any better or worse. It just makes the show different. Um and still good.
1: I, I I know what you mean. Yeah. I understand what you mean.
0: I'm really excited to go back and watch Boys and Girls in the City for this show. Um, mm-hmm. I think because you and I have become so accustomed to um, the higher level of tension that exists in Aloha oh, yeah. State, like the just like the latent tension that persists throughout every single interaction on this show for some reason. <laughs> mostly
1: because Taishi. Yeah, mostly
0: just because Taishi exists. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see what that feels like because I I feel like the um the focus of boys and girls in the city at least like in my nostalgic rose-tinted glasses uh thought on it uh is that that show focused more on um more nuanced interactions between people
1: mm-hmm. right
0: like I I think you know you and I are like definitely doing um probably some uh morally shitty armchair armchair um psychoanalysis of these people yeah um but that said i think that that's because we had 50 something episodes of boys and girls in the city uh that like trained you to look into those kind of nuances
1: yeah and the panel doesn't really (laughs) help either like did you i think it was in lauren's thing where they talked about how they discouraged the panel from the show it's actually talking to the people even after they leave oh interesting the house because they were like because apparently they wanted the people to be as honest as possible but they don't want to be afraid if they hurt someone's feelings. Mm. So like if you ran into Avion like on the street it would be like oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Holy shit. You know? Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Cool. yeah. cool. Those were all the questions.
1: Those were all the questions. Hey
0: thank you so much if you uh, asked us a question. Uh, we I assume we'll do this again because I, I liked answering questions that was fun
1: yeah it's fun yeah it was really cool i mean hopefully we get part four (laughs) before we do this again oh yeah definitely i
0: I mean next episode is gonna be boys and girls in the city uh which is cool yeah um so uh, i should probably make a note about that uh so the podcast isn't currently available in the store it might not be by the time this episode comes out um definitely stay tuned to the facebook group or the twitter page um which is twitter.com slash no script at all, uh also the Facebook group as you know of. Um that said, if you just go into iTunes or the podcast app or whatever podcast app you use, um, and just search for no script at all, there's gonna be a blue one and there's gonna be a green one. Blue is Aloha state. Green is Boys and Girls in the City. Just subscribe to the mm-hmm. green one. That'll be there Thursday next week. Um if not way, way, way earlier. Um without getting into the nitty gritty, I think that there's some like weird stuff going on with Apple Podcasts right now. They're having some like technical issues, so it might not be up in time for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, which is when this episode will come out. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we will cross the bridge. That is, uh, what to do when both shows are happening simultaneously. When, uh, we come to it. Um, my tendency with these kinds of situations is to just go headfirst into a thing without thinking. And, uh, solve any problems later. So
1: yeah, future Brendan, uh, good luck. Let's uh you know what? If you need if you need any help, I, I'm i here to help. Cool. I'm in Texas, but I can help
0: you. Um yeah, is there anything else you wanna say in this mid season break app?
1: Uh it's been really fun. It's su- it's been super dope to do this podcast. It's like something that I look forward to every mm-hmm. week. Uh and it, it, it really stinks when we have to miss a week, which I don't think we've had to do a long time. But, yeah, I think we've only missed one so far. Yeah, which uh, was my bee, But it's been super fun. So thanks, thanks to everyone who likes the podcast and who says really funny stuff and really nice stuff to us because it always feels great. Yeah,
0: honestly, I mean, we just get so many fucking cool messages across every possible way that you could send us messages like all the time. Um, it is really heartening and uh, motivating. I think especially. Um, so, yeah, thank thanks so much to everyone who listens. I think we've been saying this uh, more frequently recently, I think, because like...
1: Yeah, because the Facebook group has just been like... A yeah, viral, it, we, yeah, it's just great. been kind
0: of overwhelming, I think, for both of us yeah. um, to create a thing that has this kind of response from people. Um, yeah. So, thank you to everyone who's listening.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, and... Also, thank you specifically to Brendan for changing the cover photo to the greatest picture of Yamachan I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: I that's probably going to I think either that or the thing that you just sent me is going to be the uh, cover for this episode specifically. Uh, haven't that's decided good. which one yet. <laughs> um. Anyway, I guess we could probably move on. Yeah. OK. Hey, uh, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the Internet at Brendan Bigley.
1: Hey, my name is Andrew Caproti. You can find me on Twitter at Smile.
0: Thank you so much for listening and uh, aloha.
1: Aloha.